it's October 12, 2022, and this is episode 170 of Abs in a Six Pack with Carol and Blenny of the Hog Story, and this is a new live son of a bitch. This is a new live son of a bitch. You doing the best of the <laughs> what you doing over there? Today on the podcast, we're going to be making one of my favorite snacks of all time using saltine crackers, peanut butter, and a little bit of cayenne pepper. They're called Texas Pussy Snappers. Just like... Absolutely incredible. Abs in a six-pack! It's an abcentric hour of fun. Hello, abs in a six-pack. Oh, 170. Best of the Fs. Fs. F's, 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 so much F's. F. F. F is in, F is in. (laughs) I didn't even think of that one. That was a good one. Oh, my goodness. That's Eddie Murphy. Yeah. I did bring that one. Oh, that's great. Oh, my. Unbelievable. Well, uh, now that you brought that word up, um, there is a a wonderful uh, show in Canada called Kids in the Hall, and it was a it was a sketch comedy show in the nineties. I think they revamped it on Netflix. But anyway, they had an episode. Dave, Dave, what's his name from uh, News Radio? Yes, Dave Foley. Foley. Yes, yeah. Foley, yeah. And and there was a there was an episode uh, of of Kids in the Hall, and uh, it, it was um, a, a character called uh, Buddy. And he was talking, or no, I don't think it was Buddy, but um, there was a character Scott Thompson does, and, and uh, he, uh, Scott Thompson does, and it was about uh, the word faggot. And then they decided that the 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 T was was making the word faggot very offensive, so <laughs> they got rid of the T, and it's uh, fago. Um, so uh, it's it's a it's a dear. It's a wonderful uh, sketch, um, so do check that hey, out. Faggot. Yes, yes, uh, it's it's the T that ma- makes it uh, really harsh to the ears. So yes. um, that's that's why a lot of people don't like it. Uh, that's what they've determined. So I thought that was that was a neat neat thing. I don't know if I remember that one, but I do remember Kids in the Hall. Oh, nice! Re- revisit. Yes, revisit. revisit. Yes, yes, it's wonderful. We are really. Tr- trying to understand this. How is it that you boys think referring to gay people as fags in today's world is acceptable? Because we're not referring to gay people. You can be gay and not be a fag. Yeah, a lot of fags aren't gay. I happen to be gay, boys. Do you think I'm a fag? Do you ride a big, loud Harley and go up and down the streets ruining everyone's nice time? No. Then you're not a fag. So what if a guy is gay and rides a Harley? Then he's a gay fag. I mean, is this really this hard? I don't know. <laughs> All right, look, you're driving in your car, okay? And you're waiting to make a left at a traffic signal. The light turns yellow, should be your turn to go, but the traffic coming at you just keeps coming. And even when the light turns red, a guy in a BMW runs the red light so you can't make your left turn. What goes through your mind? Fag. Right, but you're not thinking, oh, he's a homosexual. You're thinking, oh, he's an inconsiderate douchebag like a Harley rider. This this is making insanely good sense to me. <laughs> it's, 
the uh, the famous the F word episode of South Park, where oh. at the end they finally get the definition of fag changed to people who ride Harleys, loud Harleys. But um, <clears throat> I didn't plan on starting with this one. I was actually kind of saving fag for the end. But since we're we're already on it, I can go through. Um, uh, well, I got Eddie, the Eddie, Mur the full. Ed uh, well, not the full thing, but I got fifty seconds of Eddie Murphy on the word faggot. Oh, I want to hear this. I don't want to offend the homosexuals. If there are any homosexuals, yeah, I don't want to offend y'all. Are there any homosexuals in here? No? Good. <laughs> Let's talk about them. <laughs> I wouldn't bother them. I bother them when I'm with my friends. Now you be playing with your friends, you know. Driving around, guys, you know, you see a faggot on the street, you pull up in the car and say, Hey, faggot! Hey, you faggot ass! Hey, hey, baby, baby! Faggot ass, faggot! You forget that this faggot is a guy, man. They kick your ass, faggot. That's some embarrassing shit to get beat up by a faggot. Yeah, there you go. That was, uh... It was a different time back then, to say the least. Oh yeah, yeah, it was a different time, and different time. yeah, you you could say those things. And, and not only could you say faggot, but you could say faggot ass faggot. That's true. Um, yes. <laughs> yes. So this is um, this is MSNBC mm -hmm. reporting on on Matt Damon saying that he doesn't say the F slur anymore. Oh. What do you think the response from Twitter as well as MSNBC was. Oh, he was it like oh, good for him. He's evolving. Oh, you know, I feel like they weren't very forgiving. Maybe no, it was like oh my god, he admitted to using that word even recently. Oh, Matt Damon. <gasps> Matt Damon. Yeah. Actor oh Matt Damon says he recently stopped using the quote F slur for a homosexual months ago after his daughter told him it was dangerous. Bag. NBC News reporter Alex Kakala joins us now with more. Alex, thanks for joining us. You know, thanks, first Alex. off, Damon revealed this account in an interview with the Sunday Times. How did he explain his rationale? Hey, yeah, Morgan, thank you so much for having me. I wish I was kind of here on uh, better pretenses. Um, but oh yeah, my goodness. he basically um, acknowledged <laughs> that he, as recently as months ago, made a joke um, using that slur. And his daughter uh, was the one that kind of had to check him and tell him um, it's not okay to use that. Um, so it's... He he also kind of said that he had used it in a film and that when he was growing up, it was widely used for homosexual men. Um, so the Internet has pretty much been very kind of like surprised at the whole thing and questioning uh, why, like the fact that he said it so recently. Look out, it's a bunch of pissed off faggots. And also the fact that he had to have his daughter be the one to check him. Um, these are kind of the two main components of the story that are really, really shocking people. You describe the shock and the surprise, but there's also been some pretty clear pushback on social media. One writer calling it, quote, super 101 stuff. 
So how is this being received? I mean, what's been Damon's response to to such criticism? So, so far, he hasn't responded at all to any request for comment. At least his team haven't been putting out any sort of comment since this came out. This came out in an interview with the Sunday Times. And kind of the other interesting thing about this whole thing is in that same interview, he spoke about how sometimes when interviews are given nowadays, these sound bites that are the most interesting are pulled out and then put at the forefront of other articles. And that because of this, he's self-editing himself a whole lot more these days. Um, So it's interesting that he feels like he's self-editing when at the same time, he made this pretty shocking admission that's, you know, upsetting a lot of people um, that somebody as famous as him as recently as a few months ago, was still using this word. And, like I said, needed his daughter to be the one to um, to check him on it. So there's been lots of tweets. I think we have some maybe that we can show people that have really been... Let me just show you some fun stuff I found on Twitter. Oh, my God. Alex, I think your computer, our, our connection may have just froze, but this was Alex Kakala giving us the latest <laughs> on the controversy following the Matt Damon tweet uh, describing it a was, particular... It wasn't even a Matt Damon tweet. It was Matt Damon in an interview saying that he doesn't use the word anymore. And now, like, the MSNBC reporter is like, ah, the controversy following the Matt Damon tweet. <laughs> our, our connection may have just froze, but this was Alex Kakala giving us the latest on the controversy following the Matt Damon tweet uh, describing a particular slur. Do you hey, think NBC Twitter News gives? Viewers, thanks do you, for checking out our YouTube channel. Oh, your YouTube so, channel. Okay. Well, I had yeah, really. it with those loud, annoying faggots. Do Do you think uh, the like these news outlets like get money from Twitter for every time they mention? Oh, oh, this person tweeted a tweet, a twatted a tweet. Uh, do Do you think they they get money or something for for just merely mentioning? I don't Twitter. I don't think Twitter has that kind of money to throw around. I think these journalists mm. spend all their time on Twitter, and that's why they get all their news from Twitter. I think oh, okay. So, so it's like kind of a like a Mandela like, effect. I could be wrong. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, oh yeah, no, like we, we you know we spent twelve hours on Twitter, you know, researching um, all these all these news pieces. Jeez, right? Yeah, you know. Let me just show you some fun stuff I found on Twitter. But that guy was right, very so outraged my, um, about about the. We haven't been demonetized by now. That was uh, a good way to do it at the top of the show. So that's the uh, faggot segment. Yeah. Well, you know what? What's what's great to to monetize this show? Abs in a six pack. Uh, I heard you are on your your podcasting two compliant now. Is that right? I'm boostable. You're um, boostable. I don't know. I can't commit to reading all the boostograms. I just can't. Commit no, to that, no, that, that, that that's fine. But but uh, but. Uh, People can boost boost uh, abs in a six pack on Fountain, which begins with an F. Ooh, yeah, yeah. That might yeah. be the only Fountain might be the only F one. I think so for now, unless there's unless yeah. there's more, and I'm and I'm just um, not uh, a- yeah, aware was, of it. <clears throat> I was looking at my boost, and I think the last like hundred are like. I don't know, like uh, a little, a, a ton of little boosts from uh, Abel Kirby. So I think I'm on some kind of split where I'm getting a bunch of boosts from it. But like the last, is the, like the last forty boosts I got were just like you know two cents from Abel Kirby or something <laughs> like that. I was like, I guess I'm on a split. I don't know if it's from him or from like people sending to his split. I need to figure out more. I oh. need to get a a sound jingle to when people boost. Um, 
And I, I didn't address it at the top of the show, but um, mm. for those wondering why the show started two hours late, it's because my I spent five hours trying to get my laptop to turn on. I honestly kind of thought it was completely bricked and broken. Oh, dear. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so I guess what I'm going to do is take it into a shop because obviously if it's a regular thing where it's going to take five hours to turn, I just kept hitting the power button and then mm. like read hard reset and all the different things. And I pulled the um, back off and made sure all the wires were hooked in and, yeah. and then just kept trying to turn it on. And then I gave up for an hour and came back and turned it on and it just came right on. And I was like, wow. wow. Okay. All right. So, uh, well, I'm just- but uh, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm going to have to take it into a shop. But anyway, so definitely buy the upcoming battle of douchebags because that's live after no agenda. I can't, can't spend five hours turning it on. The show will be long over by then. You know? It it needs to be, it needs to 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 go on. Um, I I had another. So either uh, I'm gonna get it fixed or I'm gonna throw it in the garbage. Oh, in the garbage. Or I'm gonna throw it in a fire because that's F. Oh my! Throw yep, that's fire. right. Yeah, the the flame and the fire, and you know what the. A friends it also begins with an F. Oh yes. <laughs> Were you a fan of the show? Because I kind of have made a hobby out of making fun of fans of the show. I know yeah, it's not nice. No, no. Uh, you know, I, you know, I I uh, knew a lot of uh, Friends fans because uh, I grew up when uh, Friends was on, and a lot of my fr- and a lot of uh, my friends in school uh, were were in- interested in in that. And Ross and Rachel and all this stuff, but I mean, I was, you know what, you know what, I was more into uh, Frasier. I was more into that show. Another F. Another F. Another uh, F. I don't. I should have brought more. I should have brought more clips. I didn't even think about bringing clips from Frasier. But Frasier. that is a. Now, what I've always said about Friends is, if you like Friends, we can't be. <laughs> Fair. Oh, that's another F. See, yeah, that, no, wow. that's that's fair. <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> I mean, like the storylines, and I mean, they had to get Matt LeBlanc like another job for after Friends, and then they put him in uh, Top Gear, which doesn't begin with an F, but um, like Top Gear US. Did you ever see Top Gear US? U.S. version. I mean, I saw Top Gear. I don't know which version was which. It's like yeah, cars doing things. Yeah, they had like an, a U.S. Uh, version, and then it was yeah, it was like Fap Gear, you know, rather than Top Gear because they were just fapping over all these other all these cars. So, and then they got like Matt LeBlanc to do it, you know, instead of um, uh, Jeremy Clarkson. So, but it was the U.S. version. Um, I think I must have always seen the uh, UK version or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, the UK version. You know, that's the good one, the, like the old one. Now the new Top Gear is just like, I I think they just drive electric cars to uh, <laughs> Starbucks drive throughs and get themselves like uh, uh, Frappuccinos. Unicorn. What is all this stuff? Unicorn Frappuccinos. Oh jeez! Yeah, it's it's bad. Well, while we're on while we're on the uh, the media the F's uh, in media, yes. Remember this gym from nineteen ninety seven? 
I love you with all my heart, with every molecule, with every atom. I love you on a subatomic level. This is going to be the very last time I try to marry you. I'd rather die and disappoint you. On the most important day of his life. You know what this is yet? I hear Robin Williams. Okay. That's half the the world's most absent-minded professor. That's the giveaway right there, because it was a remake of the absent-minded professor. Oh. If you ever saw that. Oh. Where he's the flying car. Okay, I'll keep going. Made a few little mistakes. (laughs) Oops. Wow, what a bang. And one gigantic flub. (laughs) Oh, flubber. Flubber. Flubber? Sounds like baby shampoo. Flubber. It's a really stable compound. If you apply a small amount of energy. What did you think of this movie? It liberates an enormous quantity of energy. I don't think I saw it, I, actually. And now I now I need no to see kidding. it. This was I mean, I was I've seen three a, years old when this movie came out. Right back up I was definitely goofy as fuck. Oh my gosh. I've seen so many uh, um, Robin Williams movies, and I and I never saw this one. I mean, at this point, this I pro- is... probably saw The Birdcage like a hundred times. Have you ever seen The Birdcage? <laughs> oh my goodness! Yes, that's a good one. It's a good one. Oh, we should have br- we should have brought that to Best of the Bees. <laughs> best, of, yes. <laughs> Birdcage is really good. <laughs> um, but yeah, this, this is flub. Like you know the concept of flubber. Like Robin Williams is this nutty professor type who makes a um, a big green blob thing that, or not big, but he makes everything bouncy and he starts like helping this basketball team win basketball games. Mm-hmm. It's got like screech. What's that guy's name from? Um, not sure. Uh, Happy Gilmore. Skeech. Oh. Skeet. Oh. You know who I'm talking about? The bad guy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sco- oh, too. okay. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. Scooter McGavin or Scoot- something? Scooter McGavin. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Flubber. Oh, yeah, that's... um. I don't. Re- I honestly don't recommend anybody watch that movie. It was really bad, but it was <laughs> like the. It was like when I was thinking movies that start with F. I was like, well, Flubber is the obvious choice. I felt like. You know? Oh yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that's an. That is cool. I have not seen that. Jeez. I. It's great if you're you know five to ten years old. You know. In the nineties. In the nineties, yeah, yeah. I. Yeah. And you said it was ninety-seven. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I would. I was born in '94. So. Yeah, yeah. I've been 13. So, I mean, you I would have liked it. I, I still would have liked it. I mean, a Robin Williams, like anything he's he's done, I'm like I'm like down for, for sure. Um, except what? for suicide. Except for suicide. Yeah, not for that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> too soon, I guess. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know what I, I got. Um, oh, geez, I got. Uh, oh, here's one topical, topical, topical. Of, okay. Um, what's what's going on? I'll just play the news clip. This is a hot, fresh story off the presses. Mm-hmm. 
This is topical for today. Now to more breaking news. A Connecticut jury has ordered InfoWars host Alex Jones to pay $965 million to those who suffered from his claim that the 2012 Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting was a hoax. Jones went on air and said that the grieving families shown in news coverage of the shooting were actors hired as part of a plot to take away Americans' guns. A lawsuit was then filed by the relatives of children and educators killed in that mass shooting. Switching gears, here's a live look at the Ocean City Boardwalk. So that's uh, oh not my the Ocean gosh. City Boardwalk, but the the um, F stands for fascism. Fascism, where freedom of speech, another F, freedom, mm -hmm. where freedom of speech and opinion can now be um, rained down upon with owing a billion dollars. One billion dollars. Yeah, that's, I, that it's fascism in my opinion. I think that's fascism. It's pretty. Now, it's been pointed out that the young, <laughs> yeah, for a, a decade the Young Turks and Jink Junger denied the Armenian genocide. Are they now open to liability for that? You can't sue vaccine companies for literal damages. But, but uh, Alex but Jones for for that can example, nine hundred and sixty-five million dollars. Yeah. Like, like, who would sue the the uh, the Young Turks per se? Uh, well, no one, because Soros funds them just like he funds the lawsuits against Alex Jones. Ah, yeah that that is uh, that is quite a precedent. What that that has been set? Like, I don't know if there there are caps for you know how much actually. Alex Jones is supposed to fork out to these um uh these uh, the Texas cap is like 150 million dollars or something. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know how it works since it's a Connecticut court. Ah, uh, okay. Um I don't know if I, I don't know if a Connecticut how how uh what the cap uh, I guess is it based on a Connecticut court? I, I thought it was in Texas when the when he was uh, where he was uh Well, there's multiple lawsuits going on, but I know wow. I don't know. Hmm. I don't, I don't, and um, another thing that happened today, at least according to Candace Owens in the screenshot she shared, not only was Kanye West banned from Instagram and Twitter, but J.P. Morgan Chase did the first thing I've ever heard of in history, which was kicking a non-criminal billionaire out of their bank. They even let criminal billionaires be in, like, bank with Bank of America and J.P. Morgan Chase, but now Kanye isn't allowed to bank with J.P. Morgan Chase. They're like, no, we don't want your billions in here. Like, what the fuck I I, that? I saw that note, and I I just wasn't sure if that like how how real that was, but uh, I I I suppose so. It was tweeted Maybe. by Candace Owens, and well, and the two of them hang out on the reg, so I yeah. imagine it's accurate. Yeah, yeah. She seems to be uh, getting a lot of like information. Like I've been. I've I don't been know how I feel about her, but I know I love yeah. Kanye. Yeah, Kanye is pretty cool. I like I like uh, I I like the the fashion that that he's put out. It's interesting. He did he Yeezys. did Yeezys, yeah yeah. He and he he did do uh he did use a three D printer for these boots that he did that he made that were pretty cool. And he got a Tucker. This. He got Tucker Carlson to try out these three D printed boots. <laughs> 
I forgot where I, just I saw this. Imagine Tucker wearing the boots, making that confused face that he always makes. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he was like struggling. The Tucker interview was pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, uh, he he did let him speak, which was good. Like it wasn't it wasn't all about you know Tucker Carlson like interrupting him and stuff. So that that was interest. That was good. That was good to hear. Yeah, I wish they would have put out the whole thing just one unedited take, like Joe Rogan style. But yeah, yeah, there was a lot of I, you could tell there were a lot of cuts in that in that interview. Mm-hmm. Well, because Tucker had to introduce each clip, but uh, anyway, yeah. So f fascism, I think fascism. Um, I think that's I think that's fascism, at least corporate, uh, corporatocratic, corporate corporatocratic. What would be the word? Corporatocracy level of fascism where. Banks are denying services for opinions, and opinions are ending in billion-dollar lawsuits. Even though you apologized for the last decade before then, that you're not allowed to bring up in court that you've already apologized for it. I don't know. Uh, mm. But for more on the uh, for more on that whole situation, go back uh, a couple episodes back to my presented without comment clip show episode where I just brought a bunch of Sandy Hook stuff and didn't comment on it because I don't want to end up like Alex Jones, but I do think the information needs to get out there. Yeah. And that's that. Yeah. Well, um, I, I do have some, uh, F words, uh, that, uh, I would like to get into. Um, I did send... <laughs> I, I did. I did send you a, a couple of clips. Um, yes, uh, I have them here. Yes. Okay. Well. Well. There, there is a fornication. I think a lot of people enjoy that. And um, that's one of the best things ever. It is the best things ever. You know, you can for for all kinds of reasons for enjoyment, for fornication pleasure, is for love. Fornication is like a negative sounding word, though. It's like. Um, mm-hmm. Don't you think it's used to sound negative? So it's like fornication is to sex as sodomy is to gay sex. It's like used to make it sound bad. Do you agree? <laughs> yeah, it kind of is supposed to make it sound like dirty or bad. Yeah, yeah. It's like something like your grandma would say about sex, like what she would call sex. Yeah. Well, they're this fun. this lady they're fornicating. is more than likely a grandma. Uh, her name is Sue Johansson. And uh, back in the '90s in Canada, um, she did a co- she was she hosted a call-in show. Uh, she's a she's a uh, registered nurse, um, and she took uh, sex um, questions on on the air, on radio, on on television, and um, she and she and I clipped this. Uh, this particular call-in, um, this this lady, I think she's a bit of a show-off, my opinion. But um, you can play uh, the the fornication clip. All right. And now we're moving on. We're going to talk to Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. I love your show. It's very oh, educational. Thank you. And not to mention just a little bit of fun? Oh, yes. All right. That's, that's good. Got my, a question? Yes. My question is, is a to- I've been told on an average married couples have sex between one to three times per week. That's a really good average today. 
Well, my husband of four and a half years, and we do have a son of 17 months old, have sex between 7 to 14 times a week. You are extraordinarily blessed, darling. <laughs> so it's not <laughs> abnormal. Oh, it's wonderful. <laughs> Enjoy it. Celebrate. Oh, I There are women do. who would kill to be there. <laughs> okay. Most couples nowadays, with the husband and wife or both partners working, uh, it used to be they had sex 2.2 times a, a week. Now, with both partners working yeah. and raising a child, and you've got a child, uh -huh. um, it's, you're lucky if it's once a week. And then it's a mercy sex, you know. Right. <laughs> Just no, to this keep... has been going on. Even after my son was born, the doctor gave us the clear, and we went right back into the same thing. Oh, boy. Well, you're fine. Don't worry about it. Enjoy it. I do. I enjoy every bit of it. Okay. Then let your partner know and just say, go, man. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Okay, Sue. Stephanie. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yes, yeah, Stephanie. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Stephanie. Jeez. Showing now, up everyone. How long did you say that clip was from? Uh, this was uh, probably, yeah, probably in the 90s. Yeah. Late, uh, late 90s. Uh, from a yeah, show I called. Know. I mean, I remember those days, but. Uh... Yeah. Those, those days, like, uh, like that's like the you know that's like the maybe the first year of your relationship. That's about how things go. Yeah, yeah, and she's yeah. She said she was <laughs> with her husband for like four years, and, and yeah. they have a kid and everything. That's pretty cool. See, how do that's you find time with a kid to even do that? Yeah, I, I, I guess there's a lot of babysitting, babysitter happening, babysitting, must yeah, be. babysitting, yeah. um. S yeah. Send them over to the neighbors or make him go play in the backyard. And <laughs> Probably. Or just, you know, <laughs> lock him in his room and make him put a blindfold and earmuffs on him. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember the, uh, have you seen the Nathan for You hotel episode where he's like trying to get the hotel more business? No. <laughs> I haven't. He's talking to this hotel manager. You know what, Nathan, you've seen Nathan for You though, right? Oh, yes. Nathan for You. Yeah. Nathan Fielder. This is the one, this is one of the ones where I was like, how did they even get away with this? Um, but they, he, his pitch to the hotel manager is like, well, one of the reasons you're not getting as much business in hotels is because moms and dads like to have sex with each other, fornicate. Yes. But they can't because if their kids are with them, they have to pay for an extra room and a lot of them can't afford that. So he, he designs this, this soundproof play box for a child. Oh to sit in while their parents have sex inside where the child's like playing but he can't hear or see anything outside <laughs> and so to test oh it out gosh. he has this little kid sit inside the play box yeah and has two people fuck right outside oh my gosh with the kid in there oh my and goodness. then he's like just to make sure it really works and then he gets like a bunch of porn stars to have an orgy <laughs> all around like in and around and on top of this box that this little kid is in oh my goodness Jeez, <laughs> and uh, and then like at the end of the at the end of the episode when he's like he shows the hotel manager the video of everything he's like look and the kid comes out and he's like look the kid had no idea any of that was going on it's perfect parents can have sex with their kids <laughs> in the room they can fornicate and uh, he's like uh, no it's like this Asian hotel uh, manager if I remember right and he's like um no we're no we uh we're we're good he's like well I'll just leave this one here this prototype for you you can keep that and he's like. No, we don't want it. And he goes, I'll leave it in the lobby. <laughs> Just leave it in the lobby. <laughs> uh, God. Oh, 
clip. Um, uh, with, this one might, just spoiler alert, might be even better than fornicating. It might be. It might be. It, this one is uh, fellatio. It's a, that's a, that's we a. We have a Susie. Um, oh, sorry. Oh, no, no, uh, no, it, that, that might be a good one. Okay, you can go with the clip. Sorry. <laughs> I almost brought fellatio, but I, I, um, I was looking all over like the YouTubes and even the bit shoots for fellatio stuff. And it was mostly like kind of like old British women or middle-aged British women talking about like how to like the, how to give head and the, um, like they'd have like a mannequin with a dildo attached to it and like mm-hmm. showing you how to do it. Yeah. Or like the member the grapefruit lady. Yes, of course. Can't, <laughs> can't forget the <laughs> grapefruit like lady. Oh yeah. No, yeah. I, I shit like that, and it was like I don't know how good this is to clip, but this is great. He's uh, Sue Johansson. Oh yeah, Sue Johansson, uh, uh, talking about sex uh, and very educational. Um, and I, I, when I clip this, I, I actually think I remember this watching this on television, and and this particular clip, and then I was like, oh, I gotta get yeah. this, and uh, so so this is uh, talking about fellatio. We have a Susie on the line. Hi, Susie. Hey, Sue. Hi, you've got a question. Uh, yes, but first I'd love, like to say that I love your show. I watch it every week. Oh, thank you. I've got it. I'm like everybody else. I think I'm addicted. But anyway, my question is that my boyfriend is pretty well endowed. Yes. And he loves oral <laughs> sex. My problem is I can't seem to go down deep enough for him. Okay. And I was wondering how to to do that, you know, or go deeper to pleasure him more. Yeah. And actually, you know, um, I'm always saying, don't (laughs) think that you have to take the whole penis into your mouth. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what you do, you start off with kissing, licking, (laughs) and sucking, and then you you um, <laughs> just take the head of the penis in your mouth. Because you see, you've got teeth, then you've got hard palate, behind that you've got soft palate, and behind that you've got a gag reflex. So if you think you're going to take that whole thing in your mouth, you're going to throw up. That's not fun. Right. So just take the head in your mouth, okay? okay. And then you drool. And you allow saliva to flow down the shaft of his penis. Mm-hmm. All right, so it's all lubricated. And then what network was this on? Oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah. This is graphic. <laughs> well, this was uh, this was on a. Uh, um, I remember it was on the Women's Television Network, and uh, this was this also is like the Oprah for Canada. This is the Oprah for Canada, but this, but she was also on uh, on on syndicated on radio as well uh, on Q one hundred and seven, I believe. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll con- I'll continue. Sorry. After his penis. Mm-hmm. All right. So it's all lubricated, and then you grip it with your hand, and you coordinate head hand movements. Okay. Okay. Now, the other thing that you can do is you go to a good sex store, big sex store, and and get him a toy. Oh, Valentine's Day coming up. Hey, this will be a good toy. And it's called the Head Honcho. All right? Okay. This is it. Hey, and it is uh, silicone. 
and it is uh, soft and flexible. It's got an opening in the bottom there, and he just tucks his penis inside the opening. That stretches a long way. So if he's big, it'll still fit. And then he will be able to masturbate with the head honcho on, and that feels very much like oral sexual stimulation. Okay. All right? Okay, I appreciate so it. So we Thanks. solved your Valentine's problem, your gag problem, <laughs> and your problem pleasuring him. Right. Uh, you know, that, that's just it. With Valentine's Day coming up, I wanted to do something special for him. There you go. You got it. Okay, thank you. All right, dear. See? Solved a lot of problems there <laughs> in that one call. What are you doing over there? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I learned something. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Head honcho, man. Head I get honcho. it. It took me a while to get it, but because you're getting head. You yeah, know. yeah. I, I thought I thought that was that was pretty neat. Yeah. yeah. Pretty nice. Yeah. She she talked a lot. She had it was is more fun to watch that show on television because she had she was showing off all the sex toys. That was always neat. And um, but you also learned a lot. I wonder what the uh, percentage of couples like how good their their head game is, um, how good their blowjob is, like their game, like in, like what would you call the? Um, I guess you'd call it the fellatio ratio. Oh, the fellatio ratio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. I could, I got uh, I got one from PBS straight from PBS Digital. Studios. Oh, oh, straight from PBS. All right. Thanks to CuriosityStream for supporting PBS Digital Studios. Cool. Hey, smart people. Hey, I'm smart. I know what you're thinking. No. This uh, is clickbait. How did you know I was thinking? You, Joe. Now you're just making <laughs> fart videos. Well, I can assure you this is not clickbait, but this is a fart video. <laughs> a science fart video. Oh my gosh. No hot air. Well, maybe a little. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody farts. You, your mother, kittens, Flatulence. the Dalai Lama, probably regular llamas too. Farting loudly. In the kingdom with a rear end can and does fart. And passing gas can have a lot of different purposes. Parrots Offended. fart to communicate. Coral snakes fart as a defense mechanism. The West Indian manatee uses farting to regulate its buoyancy. And beaded lace wings make death farts. A gas that specifically evolved to paralyze and ultimately kill termites, who also fart a lot. Like termites fart enough to contribute maybe a few percent to global greenhouse gas emissions. Uh oh, that's a lot of gas. Flatulence oh is a natural, common thing. It's typically caused by either trapped, swallowed air or gas produced as a byproduct from friendly microbes digesting food in your gut. When complex carbohydrates make it to your colon, they're broken down by a rich ecosystem of billions of microbes passing digested bits between one another and creating gases in the process. Your farts are really just billions of tiny microbial toots. Humans typically squeeze out about 10 to 20 farts every day, <laughs> each around the volume of a golf ball, totaling about a liter of gas daily. All of our combined butt babble adds up to about 7 billion liters of human gas released every day. 
The compounds that make farts stink make up less than 1% of the volume. About a quarter is comprised of gases like oxygen and nitrogen, but the vast majority is a mixture of carbon dioxide, hydrogen, and methane, two of which are, yes, flammable gases. I know what you're asking. Could these billions of liters of human fart be burned to generate energy for our civilization? I don't know, I didn't go to MIT, but paging Elon Musk, right? But get a tweet over that guy. So if everybody yeah, does it and it's a natural product tweet. of our inner biology, why do we feel disgust or react so strongly to farts? They don't exactly smell like roses. In that less than 1% of smelly stuff in a toot, we find various forms of sulfur-containing chemicals, mm. like the ones that give rotten eggs their odor. These chemicals are harmful in large amounts and are often a sign of toxicity or disease, so it makes sense that our noses would tell us that's bad. But there's probably not enough in a couple of farts to do any damage. Farts do also contain a small number of bacteria. This was shown in a scientific experiment where a subject farted with and without pants on a Petri dish for science. Dare to dream, kids. So Yeah, you get the idea of this? Yeah, farts. yeah. Farts. Yes. Farts. M many farts. What do you think about that? It's, uh, you know, it's it's pretty good, you know? Flatulence! That's what I thought about and immediately. And be the wonderful world of bile. Farting loudly. Yeah, that's what I thought about it. I mean, there's there's yeah. uh, silent ones um, and then there's uh, loud ones. Dead, silent and dead. Silent but deadly. Oh, silent but deadly. Yeah, yeah. And then there's loud but safe. <laughs> Offended. When do you think the whoopee cushion was invented? I, I think that was a, an early... Um, it was an early prop comic, a comedy uh, tool, I, I think. Um, it definitely predates... It was like an uh, old-timey carrot top. It's like, hey, lads, let's see what happens when I put the balloon on someone's head on. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a great-grandpa uh, carrot top who, who did that. And he was also uh, showing his balls in, uh, in shorts. A modern rubber version was invented in the 1930s by the Jim Rubber Company. <laughs> 1940s here. interesting uh it says 30s here oh sorry 30s oh okay i misheard you but it dates back prior to that that's just when it was originally made into a rubber widely marketed device oh okay so if we go to new york times here while we're on the topic of farts yes this is the new york times magazine very prestigious very prestigious important very, paper. very very i've got my monocle on also i just wanted you to know that oh yes <laughs> my monocle the toilet paper of record yes <laughs> <clears throat> the new york times some insist the whoopee cushion originated in medieval courts where jesters turned pig bladders into flatulence simulators it's likely an apocryphal story but it stands to reason jim dawson author of who cut the cheese the real story behind pranks rise to april fool's day's preeminence in another wait oh i missed a period i'm sorry it's likely an apocryphal story but it stands to reason says jim dawson author of who cut the cheese <laughs> the real story behind the pranks rise to april fool's day preeminence begins in another locust bathroom here in 1930s canada it was there that jim j-e-m 
a Toronto, hey, there you go, Toronto hey, rubber company introduced it. a contraption known alternatively as the poo poo cushion and the <laughs> boop boop a doop. <laughs> Until 1933, it finally settled on whippy. There you go. Very cool. It's uh, kind of the origins of Terrence and Philip a little bit, too. Toronto, yeah. Canadian legends in their own right. That That's true. Yeah, so it's it's got some Toronto, uh, uh, you know, Toronto has definitely, is is no longer the fart, fart capital it once was. Well, actually, you know what, it might still be, but but uh, they're just, their monocles are too tightly into their eyeballs, eyeball sockets, to admit it. You know, uh, farting, well, we, do, we don't do that here. No, no, no. That's right. Um, some other, some other uh, uh, F word. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> some, uh, <laughs> oh my gosh! And that be the wonderful world of bile. I really hope people aren't listening to this while they're eating. I mean, unless they are and they're totally enjoying it, you never know. Never know what people are into. What if they're eating poop? I never thought about that. Um, yeah, I never thought about that. But they could be. <laughs> so, some Why someone out you? there might be. I'm not sure. I'm not going to judge. I'm not judging. I'm just. Uh, I, I'm Glenn. I'm, this is a court order. It says you can't eat shit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um. There. There's a. There's a couple of other uh, f words. Uh, Ferdinand. Ferdinand is a is a character. You remember the movie called movie Babe? Ferdinand was the duck. Yeah, that'll do, pig. That'll do, big. Yeah, yeah. And Ferdinand was the Babe duck. Babe, two pig in the big city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Ferdinand was in that in that one, but the duck was was something else. Uh, who who played the duck? Um, oh, Danny Mann voiced oh. the duck, and uh, oh, oh, the Dan Man, the Dan Man. And uh, Falcon, the Falcon Punch, Captain Falcon's uh, Falcon Punch in Super Mario Brothers. Falcon Punch! Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That, that's a good one. Um, uh, also, uh, uh, Furniture. I thought Furniture was a good one. Furniture's a good one. I am using Furniture right now. It's actually in the, my username. That's true. Social media. What kind of seat do you enjoy, sir? Seat sitter. I am currently sitting on a office chair, but it also reclines very far back. So I can oh, that's very- all the way back here. Oh, okay, up. okay. I'm a big fan of the lazy boy, but that doesn't really, it's not conductive to a productive office space. Yes, yes, but but you enjoy a lazy boy. Um, recliner. That that's what you enjoy. Yes, that those are great. Yeah, because you I do kick, like those. Kick your feet up after a long day. Your dogs are killing you. Oh, Sit back I and know. have a couple of cold ones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I like. Um, I, I'm currently I am sitting in a uh, an office chair also, and it swivels around. I I don't have the the layback option on this on this office chair. Um, but um, stylistic wise, 
I enjoy a uh, a teak, uh, the teak furniture. Uh, it's uh oh yeah, it's spelt uh if you're not aware a t a t e a k, uh the and um it's it originates uh from Denmark, and uh, I like I like their couches. They're pretty cool. Uh, they're they're very simple simplistic and. Uh, they they have like nice coffee tables and um, arm. I don't know if they're armoires. What would you call those things? I guess they 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 have uh, places where you can put your records, your vinyl records, and your. Oh. <laughs> um, oh, oh, you know what? I'll, cubby I'll hole. cubby hole. Yeah, yeah. You get you get a good cubby hole going on. Um, I'll uh, I'll drop that in the chat. I. Just in, just in case food, people, there's the. I think it starts with an F, not a PH, as far as furniture goes. A futon. Oh, a futon. Oh yeah. I yeah. is that that begins with an F? I do believe. It can't be a PH, right? It's got to be an F. It's got to be an F. I, I always thought futon was. Uh, I've had I've had many many a night uh, hanging out uh, on on the futon. Have drink drinking drinking some beers and then passing out on a futon. Many a night. Um, but uh, I I enjoy a good futon as well. Did you put your foot on it, like. Yeah. Why you, is it, where's the what's the what's the uh, etymology of that word futon? A futon. You put your foot on it. Yeah, I. I wonder Who if it is the futon. Oh, now uh, there's also um I mean I not to get off furniture, but while I'm thinking about it, Frank the name. Because it can also be a sausage. It can. Absolutely. It's actually it's actually an adjective. Like let me be frank with you. I think that's That's true. Yeah, let me be frank with it's you. It's a food, like yes. a sausage frank or a frankfurter. Mm -hmm. And it's a name. It's a three. It's a thrifecta. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, might be even more meanings than that, but I just can only think of three right now. Okay, so futon. It's like the dick of the F's. <laughs> it is like the dick of the F's. <laughs> a complete futon consists of a mattress. Uh. She, Shibutan, uh, it's a Japanese uh, spreading futon, uh, and a duvet. Uh, both elements of a futon bedding set are palable enough to be folded and stored away in a large closet during the day. This allows room to serve as a bedroom at night, but serve other purposes during the day. Ah. So it's, uh, so it's, a Japanese thing. Ah. Oh, food. Oh, there's photos uh, of this. Uh, the futon. A very honorable piece of furniture. It is a very honorable piece of furniture. Uh, I feel bad now for passing out on such a piece of furniture. My goodness. And and it wasn't. Hey, you ass. Uh yeah no a futon uh, the futons have gotten me through thick and thin I've had uh, futons in most of the houses I've been at don't have one here but 
I like futons. Because it's a bed, but it's also a couch. That's right. That is right. <laughs> oh, what about fish? I now, mean, that's actually, I. so I looked this up the other day and I couldn't get a straight answer. I was trying to figure out who invented fish. Yes, who invented And not fish? the jam band, because the jam band is with a PH. Uh, yes, about, they are. Like fish in the ocean. And you get a couple answers. You're either like God or Darwin. Um, I was I like you, the autofill. If you Google who look who invented fish, you get like who invented fish sticks. Oh, autofill doesn't. It's not very helpful because fish sticks are not as old as fish. I want to know who invented fish, the species. Oh yeah. Couldn't yeah. find much other than Jesus. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't most. Know. What's, what are your thoughts on fish? Um, I, I, I've heard Jesus has had a lot to do with, uh, uh, fish. Um, there's, I've seen a lot of cars with fish and then they, they say, I asked them, how come you have a fish on your car? And then they said, Carolyn, it's a Jesus fish. And I said, that's nice. (laughs) Good, good. Yeah. Good, good, good job. I did. I didn't know that um, that Jesus. Uh, I didn't know that was his fish. You know, it belonged to to Jesus himself. Uh, maybe that was the uh, that that was the symbol. I believe when the Christians were getting persecuted. I might be butchering the story, but when the Romans were persecuting the early Christians, they were using like an X and a fish symbol to like kind of underground. Uh, have underground church gatherings trying not because like the cross was i don't know if this is right i mm-hmm. i probably shouldn't even talk about this because i've heard this story you know 10 plus years ago and i probably am not getting it wrong but the fish my understanding is the fish symbol originated from persecuted christians trying to have a symbol that they could use to signify gatherings where they wouldn't get like murdered for being christians oh oh okay and also jesus turned the fish into bread and the bread back into fishes or something like that. Hmm. He multiplied the fishes. He didn't turn fish into bread. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that, like, he used, like, a, a hook and, a, a, like, a reel? Or, would like, do you think he just used Jesus, like, picked up fish out of the water with his bare hands? Well, I think the story is he had a whole crowd of people and he couldn't, um, they couldn't get tickets to the fish concert. And so oh, this one geez. little kid come, came up and he had five loaves of bread and two fish tickets. Mm-hmm. And Jesus turned all the loaves of bread and the fish tickets and just kept passing the basket or had, had them pass the baskets around. And then it kept multiplying out of the basket till everyone had loaves of bread and two fish tickets. Oh, like that's nice. That's in the new, that's in the new Testament. Oh, okay. It's a it's a good testament. It's a minty minty it's the testament. New one. Most it's not the minted, newest, I guess. It's kind of the mid testament now because of the book but, Mormon, but you don't have to brush your um, teeth. It's 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 minty. Your teeth are already minty. Cause, cause because of the fish. Oh, because it's the New Testament. Oh. Uh. Okay. Uh. Unbelievable. (laughs) 
here's another one. Flamingos. Oh, flamingos. Oh, those are those those go. You ever heard of these things? You know, I've seen them uh, on on lawns, and they're very popular. They they spruce up the place. In spring, the dusty hues of the desert are brought to life with the arrival of a flamboyant seasonal visitor. Oh, it's a seasonal visitor. So they're like fish, but they, they're like, they can fly. So. Thousands descend on Laguna Brava. What you're not seeing here, uh, since you're just listening, is a bunch of flamingos. Oh, okay. Their pink color comes from their diet of shrimp and algae, which they filter from the salty shallows. They have migrated here from nearby Bolivia and Chile. The reason why soon becomes clear. This dusty plateau, high in the mountains, is a stage for a spectacular dance. Put this in the chat so people can see the dance. Oh, okay. This is no frivolous footwork. This looks goofy as fuck. Flamingos dance to find a partner. It reminds this reminds me of the Ministry of Silly Walks on Monty Python. Oh yeah. You go to about uh, you go to about a minute and twenty seconds in, you'll see it. Okay. If a female is impressed with the male's moves, she will leave with him, and they will mate for life. That's how you get it done. Just love how they're all huddled together in a big, giant big bunch, like, taking, like, very dainty steps and all just turning their heads side to side at the same time. Oh, yeah. It's very, it's very uh, you see what I'm talking about? I do see what you're talking about, and all the ladies are like, Oh, I, I see. I see what's going on over here. Well, what? Wait, okay, so so there's there's a gaggle. You know, you call a, la- a bunch of ladies together is a gaggle. What would you call that? Like, like um, this, a giggle. Like, a giggle. Okay. Oh, fair, fair enough. I think that's good. Okay, a giggle. I, and I, th- I thought a gaggle was from that fellatio clip you were talking about. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Oh. That that that's awesome. I've never seen that where with the the sort of this mating dance of flamingos. Yeah, it's pretty weird. That is pretty weird. And yeah. it's interesting that they're in a gr- they go in a group and they're not uh individual and they're just like strutting strutting their stuff and showing showing the ladies what's up, you know, and what time it is and what have you. That's cool. It's, they they go as a group and they all show them what time it is. Nice. It's flamingo. Time. Flamingo time. Oh. Very- I, you know what? You know what I'd say if I walked by and saw that going on, all those flamingos. Oh, what would you say? Look out! It's a bunch of pissed off faggots. <laughs> <laughs> I got a. I got another F. Frozen. Yogurt. You ever Fro- heard about that? I've heard about that. I, I've heard it's sugar-free. 
Yeah, because it's because um, when you freeze things, that's why ice cream sugar free. Because when you freeze it, it doesn't it like gets rid of all the sugar. Yeah, go away, sugar. You're frozen right now. If you heard a, that a frozen yogurt shop, I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> again. If you heard a, that a frozen yogurt shop uh-huh. in your neighborhood had a poo flavor, you're saying you wouldn't go to check it out? No, there are better ways to get attention. I can come up with five off the top of my head. Okay, I'd like to hear one. Frozen yogurt eating contest. Invite kids from all around the block to come and have a frozen yogurt eating contest. Okay, I would not go to that. Next wow. one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Frozen yeah. poo flavored frozen yogurt. Uh, it's uh, yeah. I've, I've, I um, I'm more of a sorbet guy, but frozen yogurt, not bad. I can't say it's not. I can't say it's not good. Yeah, I mean, frozen yogurt's not bad. Um, I, I like a sorbet. Uh, myself, but uh, sabois, sabois, yeah, that's it's good. I mean, you could have like an orange sorbet. <laughs> it's delicious. <laughs> delish. Delish. The fish was delish, fish. and it made quite a dish. And it was a fish sorbet. <laughs> The fish was delish, and it made quite a dish. <laughs> oh, that's great! Um, um, I've one other F I was thinking about fasting. Have you ever tried fasting? It's going back to kind of the biblical thing. Yeah, that is. I've I've heard that's a lot of uh, a lot of people enjoy it, and they uh, and it gets results. Uh, that's that's the. It's become kind of a health trend, especially yes. intermediate fasting. Intermediate fasting, yes. It's not like the John the Baptist Jesus thing where you go out in the desert and don't have food or water for forty days or whatever. But you know what? If if a desert no was food. was out there, uh, like plentiful for people, and they were like, "Oh yeah, you know, I went on that forty day desert fasting diet, and I lost so many pounds. It's great, and I look amazing." Yeah, that's that. I think people yeah. would and then do somebody, that. Some fat ass would hear that and be like, "I can just." Like, go out and have all the dessert I want? Yeah, yeah. No, desert. Desert, yeah, yeah. It's like one S. Not desert. Yeah, two S's is, uh, you know, because you want two scoops of something. That's how I know how to spell dessert, is uh, you want two scoops. (laughs) (laughs) So when you leave your your, uh, diet. Yeah, yeah. And and just go relapse into having a bunch of dessert. You could say you deserted it. You deserted it. Okay, so like if yeah. I was honestly, if I was if I was Dairy Queen, okay, and there were like a lot of deserts out there, because then you know you got a lot of people being like, I'm going on the forty desert isle desert uh, walkathon challenge, so I can lose a bunch of weight. You know, I would put a a. Dairy Queen, like right there, like like you know, like uh, uh, you are saying goodbye to the desert and hello to whatever city it is, and then and then there's the Dairy Queen, and then you're like, oh my god, there's the Dairy Queen. I'm getting a blizzard right now. That's how you would do it. Yeah, you'd be making actually, bank yeah. all the time because it's like it's it's nice and cold. You're coming out from the desert, and you're like, I, you know, there's a Dairy Queen. I haven't eaten in a million, in like, in 40 days. 
what else am I going to do? Yeah. Gonna and go- you and since you're selling blizzards, you could also have like free um, in-game, in-store World of Warcraft gaming because that's also made by Blizzard. Oh, you're right. Oh, double Blizzard. Yeah. I love it. Blizzard. That Blizzard's blizzards. Blizzard's blizzards. So good. I love it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Love a good I only have one. Whoa. Flatulence. (laughs) Farting loudly. (laughs) Farting. (laughs) Flatulence. Um, okay, I got, I have one more F. I oh, one, one more, more F. Okay, okay. I mean, yeah, I think that's it. Okay. I really, uh, oh, you know what? Well, I'll come back to this after my last F. This is a little bit of a history lesson. I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but mm-hmm. uh, this, I found some of this when I was a kid. And thought I had struck gold. Gold! Okay. And it didn't turn out quite that way, but, you know. Pyrite is sometimes called fool's gold. Oh my god, this is And for good reason. It's got... Take two. Let's see if this works. Sorry, people. Working with a busted-ass laptop. Iron pyrite is sometimes called fool's gold. And for good reason. It's got quite a track record. Iron pyrite is sometimes what? called fool's gold, and for good reason. It's got quite a track record of tricking countless people throughout history into thinking they'd found their fortunes. Today, we're going to take a look at some of the most prominent figures pranked by pyrite, as well as a few ways you can avoid befalling the same fate. Let's get into it. First up Let's is a man it. who we've mentioned before on this channel, Sir Martin Frobisher. In the late 1500s, he was an English privateer, which is basically a pirate with a government contract. Despite being a prisoner in Portugal, plundering French vessels in the name of the crown, making three voyages to the New World, and getting knighted for repelling the Spanish Armada, the thing we're going to remember him for today is a mineral mishap. On his second voyage to the New World, he discovered an ore that contained what he was certain was gold. Yellow metallic glints and speckles dotted the rocks. He had 200 tons of it loaded onto three different ships to bring back home with him. Spain's recent success in mining gold and silver in the Americas had other European nations eager to find their fortunes in the New World as well, including France and England. Bringing home gold was a good way for an explorer to secure investors for future voyages. Thinking it was gold-bearing, Frobisher's ore was valued at about five pounds per ton, and he was sent back to the New World with an even larger fleet to secure more of this gold-flecked American ore. He began mining in Canada, digging several mines, and came back home again with even more ore. 1,350 tons of it. This time, it was smelted down, revealing it for what it really was, a nearly useless stone called hornblende, known for its deceptive resemblance to other more valuable metal-bearing minerals. And those gold flecks? If you guess pyrite, you're correct. It wasn't a total failure, though. The hornblende was used to build roads, and there actually was a teeny-weeny bit of gold in there. Only 5 to 14 parts per billion, but it's better. (laughs) <laughs> 45 to 14 parts per billion. Per billion? Fool's gold. Fool's gold. Now, I found some of this. I don't know if it was naturally occurring or what, but I found like nuggets of this a couple times in my backyard in Ohio. Yeah. And like freaked out and like, you know, told my parents, I was like, we're rich. I must have been like six years old. And 
turned and it was like my parents were like, "No, that's fool's gold." Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember he, my parents telling me that. Oh, that's just fool's gold. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> I thought this was Ooh, real it looks gold. Like gold to me. <laughs> looks you, like fucking gold to me. You call me a fool? Yeah. Fool's gold. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least you didn't do two trips across half the world. And uh, bring back thirteen over thirteen hundred tons of something that was just com- pretty much worthless. That's true. The trip from the backyard into the house wasn't that bad for me. I didn't yeah. lose any crewmates. No, get no. Scurvy and- That's true. Uh, I'm I'm. For- yeah, if, if any- fortunate that didn't happen. I'm glad <laughs> somebody else had to do out. that. There's more examples. That's <laughs> that's from the uh, YouTube channel Gemstones uh, with a G. <laughs> Gemstones. Uh, lots of lots of good um, gym and um, mineral related videos on gemstones. Just to give them a shout out. But yeah, sweet. Um, I don't know. That's that's. Uh, I think that pretty much gets that's that's that gets everything I have out of the way. Nice. I think. Nice. I have one last. Um, I have one last thing to end on okay uh, here, okay but i don't know what you, you got you got any any other f's um um i did want to i go ahead oh um uh, i you know i uh i had a couple of but um there were more visuals um i i uh i did mention fashion earlier Felicia wasn't very visual yeah <laughs> Maybe I was thinking of visceral. Visceral, oh yeah, visceral. <laughs> I think that might be. Is that a V? I, it might be a V. <laughs> um, I, I, I did see some Fashion Week stuff, and um, on uh, I, I, one of uh, one of the fashion houses, uh, Versace, uh, their summer in spring twenty twenty three, they had uh, Paris Hilton, uh, on in the runway. But they also had some pants and some boots that I I wore. The pants I had uh, were from the two thousands, uh, like the early two thousands, and they brought them back. And then they had some boots that uh, I had in the uh, have or had I can't even find them. Then from the late two thousands, which was interesting. So that that's that's about all I have. And fashion's up. a good one. Fashion yeah. is a good one. Oh yeah, that, we there didn't, was. A bunch we, you of... know, we didn't bring up. Oh, I think you that? and Fletcher. I was going to pull the clip, but you and Fletcher covered it back when it was new on Hogsworth. It was Nicholas Cage? Uh, fuck. Oh yeah, that was a, that was a while back. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Fuck we'll is do a great it. word. It's one of the best f words. It if is. there was a word in best of the f's, that probably would be. The best word. It's got to be fuck. It's got to be fuck. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's got to be fuck. Not with a ph. No, no, with the uh, f u c k. That's a that's a good one. Yeah. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. Hell yeah. Um, but yes, you get you guys already. Um, you don't have any of those any of those Nick Cage clips, do you? I was gonna um, pull them. I was like, ah, you guys are. Uh, not. Uh, I'd have to search for them, but I I don't have them like on the ready. No. Yeah, you know you're fine. Um. Well, yeah, that's uh, fuck, fucking fuckity fuck. Fuckity fuck fuck. 
cool. Um, so yeah, in in hindsight, um, we had frozen yogurt. Yep. The F slur. Yes. Fellatio. Um, fornication. Fellatio, fornication, flamingos. Yes. Fool's gold. Fish. Fish. Furniture. Oh, yeah, the fish. Furniture. Yep. Falcon punch. Friends. And, I mean, what better Fs can... Oh, futon. Well, that, that's that friends. That falls under furniture. Flubber. Oh, yeah, flubber. Um, yeah. Yeah. Which is the our our America our president here in America's uh, could be his new nickname. Oh, could be, yeah, yeah. That that yeah. could be his new name. Did I say Falcon Punch? <laughs> yes, he, we did talk about Falco. That. In the, in the game, it sounds like he says Falco Punch. <laughs> you notice that? Yeah, yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> but you're Captain Falcon. Yeah, yeah, Falco. You're Captain Falco. Fuck a bunch. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm like I'm not. I'm, oh, fasting. That was the other one. Fasting. And yep. uh, one thing that I always liked about because I've done like cause back in my day, I didn't I didn't do anything crazy, but I fasted for about a week. And you do kind of start practically hallucinating. You feel like you're kind of on mushrooms because your body's like I'm dying. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it's true. Uh, yeah, but it is like a good way to get like a a forced. High stakes meditation. Yeah, yeah, and like resets. There's right? reason all those prophets and shit did it back in the uh, back in the Bible times. Yeah, get out, get y'all reset. Yeah, the great reset. Somewhere. The great <laughs> your body's great reset, resetting it up. Um, God damn, this laptop is running slow. I've been stalling all this time, and the Friends theme song still hasn't played. Oh damn. Um, let's see if I can... I think I'm going to have to... I think this thing's going to have to just... Uh, ah, there we go. On the train. No one told you was gonna be this way. I like the claps. I, I do, too. I, I was trying to ISO just the claps, and it didn't really work that well. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I was only able to just get the, uh, get that. But, but that's okay. That's all right. Speaking of fornication, the clap. The clap and the clap. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um. Well. Well. Jeez, I hope you recorded this because. Uh, yes, yes, I've been recording. Uh, I even did record <laughs> the uh, pre-stream, so uh, so I do have some colorful uh, um, uh, cursing at my uh, my own laptop here, so it's pretty fun. Um, oh, good. Yes, uh, maybe I'll... Um, yeah, I feel like I'm about to blue screen it any second based on how this is going over here. I just can't open any windows. Well, let that's... Me, um, okay, well, I, if, let's uh, well, let's wrap it up and uh, I'll send this uh, on to you a little later. Okay, I, if, let me see if it'll play this because there was one thing I... Let's hope, I'm trying. Okay. It'll let me open this. Sure. Um, this was, I, I meant to do this when we were talking about the F is for fascism, uh, billion dollar uh, extreme verdict. 
Oh, <laughs> shows his hand to Jake. But I have I have the clip of him. Yes. Uh, his billion dollar Sandy Hook judgment. I have the clip of him because he watched the verdict live on his show today when the verdict was announced. And oh he my. watched live in real time on the Alex Jones show. Oh my this goodness. This is his reaction. Okay. It's just kind of funny that like, I don't He's just kind of at least playing like he's cool as a cucumber. He's like grinning the whole time and just like making a joke out of this when he was reacting. Cause oh. I think even he, he's even like, he knows at this point, he's like, there's no way in my entire lifetime I'm ever going to pay all this. So he just kind of thinks it's hilarious at a certain point when they just keep <laughs> billion. Oh yeah. Yeah. The emotional distress damages past and future $30 million. Yeah. Total fair, just and reasonable damages. To plaintiff David Wheeler and against Alex Jones and Free Speech Systems at line A and line B, $55 million. Yeah! Uh, Never said their name, don't know who they are. To plaintiff Francine Wheeler, A, defamation slash slander damages, past and future, $24 million. Yeah! B, emotional distress damages, past and future, $30 million. Yeah! Fair, just, and reasonable damages. To plaintiff Francine Wheeler against Alex Jones and Free Speech Systems, bad line A and line B, total $54 million. Yeah! <laughs> to plaintiff Jacqueline Barton, A, defamation slash slander damages, past and future, $10 million. B, emotional distress damages, past and future, $18,800,000. Good, good. Total fair, just, and reasonable damages to plaintiff Jacqueline Barden and against Alex Jones and Free Speech Systems at line A and line B, $28,800,000. Initial by Get Jerry those numbers Barton. up. Oh my to plaintiff gosh. Mark Barden. A, $257 million right now. Come on, go. Damages, more than that. $25 million. That's better. B, emotional distress damages, past and future. Thirty-two million six hundred thousand. Never said their names. All Total made up. Nope. <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> he goes on through like the whole thing, and by the end, he's like, honestly, kind of proud of himself that he went through a billion, got up to a billion dollars. Oh my god! I mean, a you know what? Dollars. If uh, they say if you don't laugh, like if you can't, if you, you know, if you're not laughing, you're gonna cry. So I mean. Yeah. I I would uh Yeah, him laughing is uh, it it's on point, you know. It I I get it. Oh yeah. Is that funny? It's pretty funny. Well, you know, well, I I still look forward to uh Alex Jones's future appearance on uh, Abs in a Six Pack. I still do. Still believe it. I I know this will happen. Yeah, it's I mean he seems like a lovely I, man. Very funny. He's uh, uh, he's he's the best. <laughs> a true a true American patriot, a national treasure. And even if you if you don't agree with anything the guy says and you hate him, you can't. It, you have to admit he's just entertaining and funny as hell. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Hello, abs in a six pack. Well, with that, Carolyn, obviously, hog story every Monday night. That's right. I'm um, sorry for the technical issues. No. Um, it's going to be an editing nightmare for me, but goddamn. At least that laptop is kind of working. I can. I st- I bought myself enough time tonight to where I can go get it to a repair shop and see if they can fix it for me or if I just got to chunk it. We'll find out. And I got this recorded, so we're good. I don't so owe good. anybody a billion dollars. That's true. 
very true. And we got this recorded, which is which is uh, important for sure. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely incredible. Oh, I love that. Oh, that's so cool. Well, thank you so much, Chris. We, I I always have fun uh, doing this series and uh, F. Uh, G is the next yeah. one, so we'll do the best of the G's. That's the next one. Oh, G's. Oh, G's. All right. Well, thanks, yeah. everybody, for listening, and uh, uh, thanks again, Chris. Uh, great time. Thank you. Yes, thank you, everybody. Thank you for bearing with me as I work through my uh, my uh, laptop issues, and we'll see. Um, hopefully, I'll be back here next week. If Hopefully, uh, if hopefully everything will work out with um, another show. Absolutely, yes. Thank you, Carolyn. Hogstory.net, hogstory.com, every Monday night with the John Fletcher, of course. Yes. And every and multiple times throughout the week. There's you, you guys usually have some kind of cool ass stream going on. So Yeah, yeah. We always got something going on. Hogstory.stream. Hogstory.stream. It's dot com. <laughs> Good night. Love you, Carolyn. Love you, everybody. Love you, Chris. Have a great night. Bye. Bye. Do you think we're fags? Yeah, you definitely made your point. You're supposed to think we're not fags now. You faggot, get the hell out of our town. All right, we are fags. We like it. Yeah, we like being fags. Come on, fags, let's roll out. Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried, and I just watched that podcast, Abe and a Six Pack, and... It was the worst. It was the worst shit I've ever watched. It just shows anybody can have a podcast. And uh, even by those standards of anyone having a podcast, uh, this one was shit. It's like, uh, it's stupid, it's boring, it's a waste of time. And, uh, you know, there are two-year-olds with podcasts that are more worthwhile listening to than that. It, it's just, uh, don't waste your time. Really, really avoid it like the plague.